coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast. You're just pig-headed. You're obstinate. You go against everything we say. You are just contrary. Opposite in nature. Opposite in the direction that you were given. Now get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello and welcome to Finding Peace Within. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. If this is your first time visiting Finding Peace Within, welcome to the podcast. If you are a repeat guest, welcome back. Finding Peace Within was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness by studying the Word of God, being true to who you are, and doing the necessary things you need to do in order to be at peace with your soul. If you would like to connect with me on social media, you can find me on all platforms. Facebook, Lisa Dalton. Instagram, Lisa Dalton. And on Twitter, I am Lisa Dalton. Now, sit back, relax, get your pen and your pad as we take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Finding Peace Within podcast. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton, and thank you again for tuning into the podcast. Without you, the listeners, the podcast really wouldn't be existing the way it is today. Um, we have met another milestone. Last week, we had 20, 1,200 listeners. This week, we've gone up to 1300 listeners so thank all of you for clicking on finding peace within in your favorite podcast listening station and i pray that you're being blessed by the podcast and finding your way to more peace within your spirit thank you again for um all all of my wonderful guests that have contributed to our deliverance series, The Strong Man. We've had amazing guests who have poured out and poured into you. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to any of the podcasts um, on deliverance and the strong man, <clears throat> go back and listen to them again on your favorite podcast listening stations. Or you can go to my website, Finding Peace Within. Dot O-R-G. That's finding peace within.org and listen to the previous podcast. I also want to remind you that my third book is now available. The new book's title is Today's Investment, Tomorrow's Return 25 Personal Investments That Would Add Value to Your Life. They are available, um, all my books are available on Amazon. And this book is also in Kindle. Um, it's also on Barnes and Noble. So if you don't like paperback, you can download it on um, digital through Kindle and Barnes and Noble Nook. It will bless you. And actually in this book, I am sharing my little tips on things that have, that I've invested in earlier in my life and still doing that has become a value to me at this stage in my life. I'll be 57 in a few weeks. I'm a little excited about it. Always excited to see another birthday come around. 
today's podcast, we're, we're going to end the series with the spirit of error, the spirit of error. And before we get into the podcast, um, I also want to mention that the Leviticus Singers of Charlotte has been recognized in one of the, um, <clears throat> one of our local magazines. Um, it's called Divine, Divine Connections Magazine, helping businesses connect to their potential. So we have been recognized for being, um, let me see, Billboard song, our Billboard song, God is Love, has been, um, had been on the Billboard number one list for 20 weeks for airplay chart recording settings. The Leviticus Singers of Charlotte, um, was recognized in the magazine divine connections magazine thank you all so much for the love and to the nielsen bds internet gospel radio charts for um, playing our song and thank you all to all of the radio stations for playing our song god is love and if you haven't heard the song or gotten it yet you can download it on all of your digital musical outlets and also, we have a video on YouTube that um, gives you the real live picture of the song, kind of putting the words and the lyrics to the real life experiences of some of us, the singers of the ministry. So let's get into our prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We honor your name. We praise your name, O oh God. We thank you for your love and your grace. We thank you for your mercy, O oh God. We thank you for keeping us watching over us while we slept last night we just thank you for your mercy and your grace we ask that you be with me as i teach the lesson on the spirit of error and allow us to recognize the fruit that is growing on this tree even if we're not even um, understanding what the spirit of error is we ask that this lesson bring light to those that will listen and that they will find their way back to the truth, with this, which is your word, your love, Jesus Christ. We thank you, and in Jesus Christ we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Now, the spirit of error. Let's define. So if you haven't gotten your pen and your pads out, please go ahead and do that. You know, when you come to the Finding Peace Within classroom, you're going to need your pen and your pad as we break down these scriptures and really dig deep into what each one of the fruit of the spirit of error is. So let's define the spirit of error. What is a spirit? A spirit is the non-physical part of a person, which is the seat of emotions and character, which we mainly call the soul of the person. The character of a person depicts the soul of the person. What is error? Error is the state or condition of being wrong in conduct or judgment. So when you are in the, operating in the spirit of error, your characteristic is operating in doing wrong conduct. Your character depicts wrong conduct. That's what the spirit of error is. <laughs> your character is showing the wrong type of conduct that you should have. We always want to operate in truth. That's what we want to operate in. Now, truth is a fact. Not a thought, not your opinion. 
It is a fact. When you go to court, you can't go to court with fa- with um, falsehoods or I thought it was or it may have been. No, you have to be sure, concrete. That's what a fact is. First John 4 and 6. Get your Bibles. If you have your electronic devices, you can pull it up there. If you have your paper like I like to have, um, let's turn to the scripture. First John 4 and 6. We are from God and whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. This is John talking. uh, We are from God. We the people of God. We the Christians. We are of God. And whoever knows God listens to him. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us, does not listen to the believer. And to know means to have a relationship with, to have knowledge of. So if you know God, that means you have a relationship with him and you have knowledge of who he is. To listen means to hear with clear instructions. So when you know God, you have knowledge of him, you listen with clear instructions to recognize is to acknowledge that something exists so we we're we know god because we have a relationship we're listening with clear instruction because we have knowledge that he exists this is how we recognize the spirit this is how we acknowledge the spirit the characteristics of truth which is facts and the spirit of falsehood the characteristics the distinction of falsehood something that is not true so when first john 4 and 6 is saying that when we know god and we have a relationship with him we listen with clear instructions recognizing that the characteristics of truth and recognizing the characteristics of falsehood it if you don't if you don't have a relationship with the lord it's hard to distinguish what is of god and what is of the enemy it's easy to identify wrong But can we really identify what is right without having a relationship with the Lord? According to John is no, you got to have a relationship with the Lord to even be able to identify what is the right characteristics of Christ. Second Peter three and 17. Therefore, dear friends, since you have been forewarned, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of the lawless, which is the rebellious, the rebellion ones and fall from your secure positions. Lawlessness is rebellion and ungoverned behavior, disorderly behavior, lawless lawlessness when you are misbehaving peter is saying hey look you've been forewarned i already told you this is what's going to happen so be on your guard be watchful that you may not be carried away by the error of the lawless Mm -hmm. you won't be carried away you need to be to be ready 
to obey what you already know, which we just read in first John four and six. When you have a relationship with the Lord and you listening with clear instructions and you recognize you, you're acknowledging that the spirit of truth exists, you will be able to identify the falsehoods of the world. Aha. Let's go with our first fruit. Our first fruit is unsubmissive. Mm. If you are a person that is unsubmissive, you are operating in the spirit of error. Unsubmissive is someone who is not ready. So if you are submissive, you are ready to conform to the authority or will of others. So if you are unsubmissive, that means you are unwilling to conform to the authority or will of others. You are not compliant, you are not yielding, and you are not accommodating. It's just that simple. If you are not willing, then you are unsubmissive. Proverbs 29 and 1, whoever remains stiff-necked, after many rebukes will suddenly be destroyed without remedy. Proverbs 29 and 1. Whoever remains stiff-necked. What does it mean to be stiff-necked? What is a stiff-necked person? Is a person of a person or their behavior haughty or stubborn? You have a stiff-necked person. When you get angry, you just stiff. I ain't moving. I'm staying right here. I might be moving... Um, what would kids, a, a child would say, I might be walking, but I'm standing still on the inside. You just stubborn. That's what stiff neck means. Obstinate. This is what, man, when I was researching this, I was like, oh my God, this reminded me of some of the stuff the older, older folk would say. Um, you're mullish or you have, you're pig headed. <laughs> You're just pig-headed. I've heard that growing up. You're just pig-headed. You're obstinate. You go against everything we say. You are just contrary. Opposite in nature. Opposite in the direction that you were given. You are opposing to everything. You go against everything that's right to do. You are just contrary. Pig-headed. Pig has a negative connotation. Of implying that the person is stupid as well as obstinate. That's what pig-headed. And being pig-headed is not a polite thing. Someone calls you pig-headed, they're calling you stubborn. So that's fruit one. You are unsubmissive. You are pig-headed. You're mullish. You're obstinate. You are contrary. You go against everything that nature says. If I say go right, you're like, no, we're going left. If I say sit down, you like, no, we're standing up. If I say, no, you're doing well, well, I don't think so. That's going, that's contrary. And you are unteachable. To be unteachable means to be unable to be taught. We try to tell you something and you know, deep down inside what I'm saying is right. But you just rather just go on and do your own thing. Spirit of error. Proverbs 10 and 17, whoever he's disciplined shows the way to life, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. 
Wow. Proverbs 10 and 17. Whoever heeds discipline shows the way to life. So if you listen to discipline, you're going to have a better life. But whoever ignores correction leads others astray. Now, to heed means to pay attention, take notice of. Discipline, the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior. Life means to exist. So if you're if you're paying attention um in the discipline and the training that you're getting, you will have a life worth existing. But if you ignore disregard intentionally, to ignore means to intentionally disregard. You've been told But you intentionally decide that you didn't want to listen to correction. Correction is a change that rectifies an error or inaccuracy. That's what correction is. Mm. A correction changes is a change that rectifies an error. It, It erases. It makes it correct. So when you ignore discipline, correct training, you you intentionally say, I'm not going to listen to the changes, the thing that's going to help me rectify what I'm doing. You are leading others astray. You're causing others to go the wrong way away from the correct path or direction. When you are a leader and you got other people following you, when you decide to do something contrary to what the word says, you are operating in the spirit of error and you're causing other people's paths to fall off. You're calling other people to go down the wrong way. That's some deep stuff, y'all. That's deep. That's deep. My next scripture, 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 5. In the presence of God in Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction for the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine instead to suit their own desires they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear they will turn their eyes away from the truth and turn aside to myths But you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. That's what um, Timothy was telling the church. You all going to get to the place you, you, you don't want to start listening to sound doctrine, to um, other doctrines. You're not going to want to listen to what's right. You're going to become 
You're going to have itching ears. But he's saying be prepared in season and out of season. Whether it's time to preach or whether it's not time to preach. Whether you're at the grocery store or whether you're at the gym. Be prepared in season and out of, cere- out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Be sure you are getting this word deep down inside of your spirit. He said, that word have I hidden in that heart that thy may not sin against you, O Lord. I want to get this word so deep down inside. So when I start hearing stuff that's not lining up with the word of God, you say, oh, no, that's not truth. That is not of God. That's not the word that I know. That's why we have to study the word for ourselves. Number three, false doctrine. This is another fruit of the spirit of error. False doctrine. Titus 3, 9 through 10. But avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments and quarrels about the law. Because these are unprofitable and useless. One, a a decisive person once and then warn them a second time after that have nothing to do with them (laughs) titus is saying we ain't got time to be arguing about the laws we don't have time to be arguing about what the scripture is saying we don't have time for that we don't have time foolish lacking good sense or judgment to be arguing over, over genealogies, over histories and roots. That's what a, and controversies are difficult subjects. Controversial things, foolish controversy, things that are not productive. You don't have time for that. You would warn that person. One time, the person that's causing division, a decisive person is one that's tend to causes dis- tending to cause disagreement or hostility toward people. You warn them one time, you warn them the second time that what they're doing is wrong and they're operating in the spirit of error, not true. And then after that, you just wipe your hands, I'm done. Because what we're not going to argue about falsehoods. We're not going to argue about history and the roots of what people grew up with. We're just not going to argue about it. We're going to stand on the truth in the word of God. What does the word say? Because the word is the same today, tomorrow, and forevermore. It's not going to change at all (laughs) first timothy 6 20 through 21 timothy guard what has been entrusted to your care turn away from your godless chatter and the opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge which some have professed and in so doing have departed from the faith guard what has been entrusted to your care watch over in order to protect our control guard what has been entrusted to your care turn away from godless chatter 
godless, profane, or wicked. What is chatter? Incident trivial talk. Continuing without pause or interruption. So y'all just on the phone, just chatter, just running your mouth. My grandma would say, you're just running your mouth. That's chatter. You're, you're just running. You And it's trivial talk. Incident, trivial talk, non-productive, trivial talk, causing problems. It's causing problems and it's leading people to depart from the faith when we're just gossiping you just let's just call it gossip non-stop you just chatter we're being warned here for us to guard what we know to be true again stand on the word of god do not allow other doctrines to come in and cause you to go astray we got to stand strong in the word that we know to be true that's why it's important to get into a real, true Bible te teaching ministry. And it doesn't have to be a building. Remember, y'all, the church is the body of Christ. We are the body. The Lord doesn't live in a building. We are the temple now. We are the temple. So how to be delivered from the spirit of error. And to be delivered. Is an action of being rescued. Or set free. To be delivered. So to be delivered from something. Means you are captive. You are being held captive. If you are being delivered. So what do we need to do? 2 Corinthians 10, 4 through 6 says, The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they are divine powers to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. That's key. Once our obedience is complete, we will be able to cast down all things that try to exalt itself before Christ. Because we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're wrestling against these principalities in the world but we cannot demolish them until we are fully obedient and delivered and we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once we once your obedience is complete that's good stuff right there y'all once our once we're following the true word of God and have become delivered from our own stronghold, then we'll be able to bind and loose. Come on, come on, that's good stuff, y'all. We got to be fully equipped ourselves. We can't go to war and you haven't even been through basic training yet 
You haven't even proven that you're able to run five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten miles without getting out, giving out a breath. You're not fit to be on the front line, calling yourself an army, calling yourself a soldier, regardless of what um, division of the armed forces you're in. You got to go through basic training first. And this is it. Studying the word of God, dealing with your own issues, dealing with your own sin, dealing with your own stronghold. What strong man is still holding on to you? What are you still holding on to? We can't, we, we, we can't cast out no devils and we still trying. <laughs> you can't cast out the spirit of error and you operating in the spirit of error. No, that's the blind leading the blind. You can't do that. Jesus came with the ministry of deliverance. He wants us to be free. It is extremely necessary that we understand God wants us to be free. Deliverance is the is only made possible through the death of Christ. Deliverance was only made possible through the death of Jesus Christ. We first need to be saved. If you're not saved today, that's the first thing you need to do. You need to come into the knowledge of the truth. Believe the truth, understand the truth, and submit to the truth and the truth is that bible the word of god the living word of god this word is living christ is alive he's not dead so in order for you to begin your deliverance process you need to accept christ as your personal lord and savior and make a decision to commit your life to the truth to believing the truth because it's impossible to believe to please Christ without faith. So first you got to have faith. Believe in the truth that you're studying. Understand the word and submit to that word. Number two, develop a relationship with the Lord. Have a relationship with the Lord. Paul speaks of the Holy Spirit coming to the children of Israel. God's chosen people. But we do know now that Jesus Christ has come, the Holy Spirit has been made available to all of us, the Jews and the Gentiles. So it's not just for the children of Israel. (laughs) It's for all of us. So regardless of who you are, you have the right to be filled with the Holy Spirit. 1 Timothy 2, 3 through 6, that we may live peacefully and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind. The man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. So there is no one else between us and God, but Jesus Christ. I don't care what other religions say. The only way to God, there's not oh many ways to get to him. No, the only way to get to God is through Jesus Christ. Verse 5 says, for there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind. 
And that man is Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom. He paid. What's a ransom? A payment for all human people. His life was the payment for us. We don't even have to pay. Someone gets kidnapped. They're calling the, the rich family. Say, so this is the ransom we want in order for you to get your child back. I want $100 million. Somebody has to go and get $100 million and pay it to the one that's holding that person captive in order for that person to be free. We don't have to do that. Only thing we have to do is walk in the freedom that God has already given us. He has already given us that freedom. All we got to do is walk in it. Thank you, Lord. Romans 8, 26. The deliverer would come from Zion. He will turn godlessness away from Jacob. And this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. That's his covenant. And what is the covenant? A covenant is a promise. A covenant is a promise. I'm never going to take this away from you. It's a pledge. It's a bond. It's a pact. It's an agreement that God made. He's never going to take his word. We have to believe that. That's his covenant. He is going to deliver us. The deliverer will come from Zion and he will turn godlessness away from Jacob. John 10 and 5, but they would never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. When we understand and we've committed ourselves to the truth, we have knowledge of the truth. We believe the truth. We understand the truth. We're submitted to the truth. We have a relationship with the Lord because we got saved. We're now filled with the Holy Spirit, which is to all the children now. Right? We know his voice. We're studying his word. Ah, God, and we can be free. Freedom is here. Freedom is here. Number three, be discerning. And in order for us to be discerning, you have to have the Holy Spirit. Learn to discern between truth and error. In order for us to be discerning, you have to know what is true and what is a lie. Discernment is the ability to judge or distinguish between two things using the wisdom of God's word. And God says, if you lack wisdom, ask of him so you can understand the good. You can understand the evil. 1 Corinthians 2, 13 through 14. 1 Corinthians 2, 13 through 14. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand. So even here, Paul is saying, 
we impact this world not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. That's why we are not here to judge the world because we judge spiritually. So we're here to judge the body of Christ because the body of Christ is through the spirit of God. The body of Christ accepts the things of the spirit. The natural person does not accept the things of the spirit for they are folly to them. And he is not able to understand. That's why we can't be telling, telling people that don't know Christ that what they're doing is wrong. We have to first lead them to the love of Christ and allow the Holy Spirit to teach them. Titus 1 and 9. He must hold firm to the trust to the to the trustworthy word as taught so that he may be able to give instruction in sound doctrine and also to rebuke those who contradict it. So we must stand firm on the trustworthy word of God. So that you, when faced in season and out of season, will be able to give instruction in sound doctrine and rebuke those who contradict the word of truth. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is for your life, for your life. That's number four. Study the word of God. Teach me, Lord, the way of your decrees that I may follow it to the end. We got to study the word. We got to walk what we're teaching. We got to be careful how we walk before others. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the best use of our time while here on earth. Because the days of evil are true. We don't want to be foolish. We want to walk in the wisdom of God. That's what we want to do. We want to study the word of God. Teach me, Lord, the way of your, of your decrees. That I may follow it to the end. Thank you Father. True Christians have been delivered from error to truth. Colossians 1 and 13. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness. And brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves. In whom we have redemption. The forgiveness of sin. Thank you Lord Jesus. When you are a true Christian, you have really accepted the Lord as your personal Savior and Jesus' personal Savior. When you are studying the Word of God, you're believing in His Word, you understand His Word, and you submit your life to His Word, to His truth, a stranger's voice you will not hear. A stranger's voice you will not hear. The Holy Spirit will give you. The spirit of discernment where you are able to identify what is real, true word of God with and for what is false, what is error. We know that in order to 
see the Lord, there is only see God. There's one person that stands between us and him. And that's Jesus Christ who paid a ransom for our sin. He paid a ransom for all of these strongholds that we are dealing with. He took them all. He took on every disease that's known to man. When he was on that cross, he took every disease, every sin. He was, he was sin for us. <laughs> he became disease for us. Every stronghold. He became that for us. He took that on. So we don't have to walk and be bound anymore, ever. It's already finished. That's what he said. It is finished. The trials of this world is finished. We just got to have the faith to believe that it is finished. Thank you, Father, for this study. Ah, thank you. I pray you all were blessed. It blessed me. I pray you were you saw something that you know that you're dealing with, that you know that Jesus Christ has already died for on the cross. We're holding on because of our lack of faith. So today, as I close this podcast, we're going to close it out in prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this time of study, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for your love. We thank you for Jesus Christ dying on the cross for us. We thank you, oh God, for him bearing all of our burdens, bearing all of our diseases, bearing all of our sins, bearing every stronghold that's known to man every sickness we bind it in the name of jesus we lose peace we lose truth we lose faith in those who are struggling in the spirit of error we lose truth the true word of god Lord, we ask that those that don't know you today accept you as their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We believe by faith that you exist. We believe by faith all things are done. All things are things that you are getting the good out of. Everything that has happened in our lives. Everything that is happening in our lives, oh God. Those that are called according to your purpose, you're working it out for for our good on today, Lord. Be with us for the rest of this week. Put your arms of protection over us. Touch those that may be grieving on today. Give them strength, strength that they don't even know they even have. Because it's through our weakness, oh God, you are being strong. We thank you today. We thank you today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, 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 amen. Now you go, make it a wonderful rest of the week and know that God is there for you. Remember to smile, show up, succeed every day. A centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed. Thank you.
you for listening to the Finding Peace Within podcast with Lisa L. Dalton. Now remember, you can always connect with me on social media. Facebook under Lisa Dalton. Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton. Instagram Lisa.Dalton and LinkedIn Lisa L. Dalton. Visit my website findingpeacewithin.org where you can read some of my blogs find the books that I've written listen to previous podcasts and even some of the workout videos that I've created until next time remember to find peace within a centered soul is a centered mind be blessed